0: Welcome to the live broadcast of A Service for the Worship of God, which is coming to you from the sanctuary of Grace Covenant Presbyterian Church in Richmond, Virginia. The live audio stream is available at the Grace Covenant website, which can be found at grace-covenant.org. Just press the listen button.
1: this is the day that the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad in it greetings and welcome to grace covenant presbyterian church on this beautiful lord's day i'm calvin sidnor the fourth co-pastor here at grace covenant and we greet you on this day in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ we certainly welcome all who come to worship today whether in person over the radio airwaves or online, your presence is a gift for us today. We invite you to read about the many opportunities uh, to get involved here at Grace Covenant. And so we pl- ask that you please read the bulletin. I will highlight a few announcements. We will have our final August Musicals 2022 concert series August the 17th. Uh, That's a Wednesday at 7 p.m. It will be featuring the 13 choral ensemble based in Washington, D.C. If you are unable to uh, be here in person, we will be live streaming uh, the concert uh, so that you can enjoy that final performance. The next Discipleship book discussion is August the 25th from 8 to 9 p.m. They will be reviewing the book Born to Wonder by Alistair McGrath. Tom Miller teaches a series throughout August in the forum of Grace Class, Jude, a much neglected New Testament book with an important message in our time at 9 a.m. Until further notice, the class will be held in the Fellowship Hall. Grace Covenant now has a dedicated prayer box. It is in the narthex on the table, and it will be there on Sundays. You can continue to place your prayer requests in the offering plate, but feel free to put them in the prayer box before, during, and after the worship service. Pastor Joanna and I and the prayer team um, pray for each prayer request. Prayer certainly changes things. I do wanna mention that last Wednesday's second program in this year's August Music concert series was by our very own Chris Martin. Thank you so much. It was an amazing performance. And we were all in awe of his gift and musicianship. And of course, yesterday evening we had our people's potluck dinner. And we want to thank John and Ashley Scholler for their wonderful hospitality and those who all attended and brought delicious food that made this wonderful fellowship possible. Let us now prepare our hearts and minds to worship our God.
2: Please stand and join with me in the call to worship as printed in the bulletin. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the upright in the congregation. Great are the works of the Lord, studied by all who delight in them. Full of honor and majesty is his work, and his righteousness endures forever. His gain, gained renown, his wonderful deeds. The Lord is gracious and merciful.
0: Once again, welcome to the live broadcast of A Service for the Worship of God, which is coming to you from the sanctuary of Grace Covenant Presbyterian Church at 1627 Monument Avenue in Richmond, Virginia. This is the 99th year of radio ministry at Grace Covenant. Today's date is August the 14th, 2022, and today's broadcast is number 5054. This morning's sermon, entitled, Jesus, the Dividing Factor, will be delivered by the Rev. Joanna W. Sidner, Covenant Co-Pastor. Assisting in the service today are Christopher Martin, Director of Music and Organist, Stephanie Hill Blackwood, Soprano Soloist, Rusty Stadler, Liturgist, and the Rev. Calvin Sidner IV, Covenant Co-Pastor. Our opening hymn is, A Mighty Fortress is Our God, which is number 260 in the Presbyterian Hymnal.
2: Brothers and sisters, the proof of God's amazing love is this, while we were sinners, Christ died for us. Let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Trusting in God's faithfulness and compassion, let us confess our sin before God and one another by reciting the prayer of confession as printed in the bulletin. Gracious God, our sins are too heavy to carry, too real to hide, and too deep to undo. Forgive what our lips tremble to name, what our hearts can no longer bear, and what has become for us a consuming fire of judgment. Set us free from a past that we cannot change, open to us a future in which we can be changed and grant us great grow more and more in your likeness and image through Jesus Christ the light of the world. Amen. hear the good news. All the prophets testify about Christ, that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. Thanks be to God.
1: seated. At this time, if there are any children uh, ages 2 to 6, you're invited to the front of the sanctuary where church volunteers will lead them to the fellowship hall. Let us, let us pray. Holy Spirit, pour out upon us wisdom and understanding that being taught by you in the Holy Scripture, our hearts and minds may be open to receive all that leads to life and holiness. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Old Testament scripture reading for this morning comes from Psalm 80, verses 1 and 2, and verses 8 through 19. Listen for the word of the Lord. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock. You who are enthroned upon the cherubim, shine forth before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh, Stir up your might and come to save us. You brought a vine out of Egypt. You drove out the nations and planted it. You cleared the ground for it. It took deep root and filled the land. The mountains were covered with shade, the mighty cedars with its branches. It sends out its branches to the sea and its shoots to the river. Why then have you broken down its walls, so that all who pass along the way pluck its fruit? The boar from the forest ravages it, and all that move in the field feed on it. Turn again, O God of hosts, look down from heaven, and see, have regard for this vine, the stock that your right hand planted, They have burned it with fire. They may may perish at the rebuke of your countenance. But let your hand be upon the one at your right hand, the one whom you made strong for yourself. Then we will never turn back from you. Give us life, and we will call upon your name. Restore us, O Lord God of hosts, Let your face shine that we may be saved. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
3: Today's New Testament scripture comes from the book of Luke, chapter 12, verses 49 through 56. Listen for the word of the Lord. I have come to cast fire upon the earth, and how I wish it were already ablaze. I have a baptism with which to be baptized, and what constraint I am under until it is completed. Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, five and one household will be divided, three against two and two against three. They will be divided, father against son and son against father mother against daughter and daughter against mother, Mother mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. He also said to the crowds, when you see a cloud rising in the west, you immediately say, it is going to rain, and so it happens. And when you see the wind blowing, you say, there will be scorching heat, and it happens. You hypocrites! You know how to interpret the appearance of earth and sky, but why do you not know how to interpret the present time? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please pray with me. O God, use me as your vessel and dwell me with the power of your Holy Spirit, that I might speak your truth. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. The sermon title today is Jesus, The Dividing Factor. This is a difficult text because it challenges our faith, our level of comfort in our faith in this space, time, and season of our lives. Jesus's disciples and followers were challenged and quite possibly threatened by the words Jesus spoke in this passage. Upon reading the text one might question why is Jesus saying these things to his disciples and followers? Well the context of this passage is Jesus is feeling the weight of his reconciling, salvific mission, and his disciples and followers are oblivious to the rising tensions surrounding God's mission through Jesus Christ. Jesus' disciples and followers have been following Jesus, with, uh, following with him, hearing his teachings and witnessing the many miracles and healings he has performed. While some may have witnessed opposition Jesus faced in his travels, opposition to Jesus was not their focus. They were focused on Jesus, the great teacher and miracle worker. Here, Jesus gave his followers a wake-up call. Jesus told them the harsh reality of what it means to follow him. I have come to cast fire upon earth, and how I wish it were already ablaze. I have a baptism with which to be baptized, and what constraint I am under until it is completed. Baptism begins the faith journey, and baptism is completed by death in Jesus Christ. John the Baptist foretold baptism by Jesus in Luke chapter 3, verse 16. I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the strap of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. John's words of coming judgment are now a named reality in the prediction of Jesus. Here the symbols of fire and baptism function as signs of the destruction and decisions that will take place in the future coming time of death and resurrection when Jesus' baptism will be complete. Jesus brought judgment and his heart was heavy as he looked towards what awaited him in Jerusalem. He is well aware that his faith is part of God's mission. He understands and he is the lead character in God's story of redemption and salvation. I have a baptism with which to be baptized and what constraint I am under until it is completed. The Greek translated word constraint in verse 50 means to be caused distress by forces of circumstances jesus knew his death in jerusalem would be the precondition of the coming fire and like fire baptism inaugurates the fulfillment of god's will i thank god that jesus looked toward jerusalem even in the light of the circumstances, death on the cross for our salvation. I thank God for sending his one and only son for the sins of the world. I thank God that Jesus did not turn his back on the disciples, nor does he turn his back on us today. Jesus continued in verse 51 and following, Do you think I have come to bring peace to earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. He goes on to describe the many ways they will be divided, father against son, son against father, mother against daughter, daughter against mother, mother mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. These divisions within family are important to note because their culture, within their culture, they were obligated to one another. It was their duty. For example, it was a tradition for the father to hand down property and possessions to the eldest son, and it was the eldest son's responsibility or obligation to take on these responsibilities. Mothers were responsible for ensuring the purity of their daughters until marriage. Likewise, daughters honored their mothers and fathers by remaining pure to avoid bringing shame upon the family. A daughter-in-law upon marriage lived in the household of her husband's family, an extended family dwelling, and it was important for her to keep peace for the sake of the whole extended family living therein. So Jesus did not randomly offer these examples of division. This was their reality. If one or two members of the household were followers of Jesus and the remaining family members were not, there would certainly be division in that home. Early Earlier in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verse 34, Jesus, as a dividing factor, was predicted with these words. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be opposed. Jesus was destined to bring division Those who follow him were destined for the same. Although painful, division is good. If you think about division in terms of the life cycle, you will see the connection between division and pain and joy. Life begins in the the mother's womb, and after a time of development and through labor pains, the baby separates from the mother's womb and is born into a new life as a separate individual, a bundle of great joy. Then the child grows up, gets married, leaves the home, and starts a new family with a spouse. Although wedding occasions are joyful, sometimes it's a sad moment for parents when a child leaves the home. Not for my parents, however. They went on a cruise the day after my wedding. I'm just saying. But I digress. Finally, at the end of earthly life, a follower of Christ departs this earthly life for a new and everlasting life with Christ. The process of division is painful, but the reward is everlasting. In the final verses of this passage, Jesus confronts the disciples and his followers about being attentive to less important things in life. When you see the cl- a cloud rising in the west, you immediately say it is going to rain, and it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say there will be scorching heat, and it happens. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the, imp- the appearance of earth and sky, but you do not know how to interpret the present time. Maybe it was too painful for them to interpret and they just did not want to think about the possibilities of persecution that came along with being disciples of Christ. Or maybe they were just caught up in the presence of Jesus, his teachings, and in his ability to perform miracles. From the beginning of chapter 12. Jesus had warned the disciples and the thousands upon thousands gathered to hear his teachings. Now, Jesus challenges them to interpret the signs of the present time. The Greek word here, time, kairos, does not refer to time as duration, but to time as opportunity, time to plant, time to harvest, time to celebrate, time to raise and lower the sails. Kairos is not about ages, but about seasons and how to recognize them. Jesus presses the issue of interpreting the time so that his disciples and followers may open their eyes to see the very person of Jesus, the teacher, the healer, and one who confronts authorities represents the presence of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is at hand and requires attentiveness to its interpretation. Therefore, if you choose to follow Jesus, division is inevitable. It is an eternal life or death decision that must be made. When we turn towards a life in Christ, leaving our old way of life behind, we will face opposition and division um, among others that leads to salvation in Christ. Do you know how to interpret the present time? If so, what is present time saying in the context of God's mission through Jesus Christ? And how are you divided along those lines? Signs of the time. Today you can turn on the news or read the newspaper without, you cannot turn it on without uh, seeing signs of the time. Destruction and division appear everywhere. There is the seemingly never-ending COVID pandemic and the rising number of individuals infected with monkeypox. The Midwest and Hawaii battle raging fires while other parts of the US are trying to keep their heads above water resulting from torrential rains that produce floods. And did you know there are mass shootings nearly every day? We just hear about the tragic ones. But we know all shootings are tragic. And this is just in our country. Around the world, there are wildfires raging in Europe amid the heat wave. They are attributed to global warming. There is the threat of nuclear disaster in the Ukraine as the war continues and Russian soldiers encroach upon a Ukrainian nuclear plant. And if that is not enough, there are a myriad of divisions. We are divided on the topic of reproductive rights, how to stop gun violence and the right to bear arms, and the best way to safely educate our children in light of COVID monkeypox, and mass shootings. These are signs of the present time. If we are paying attention to what is going on around us and all around the world, then we should ask ourselves, what is God trying to tell us? What is God telling us to do? God is warning us, To be prepared, just as Jesus warned the disciples and his followers in Luke chapter 12. Are we attentive to God's presence in our lives and in the things that matter, like our personal health, the health of the church, the health of the community in which we live, the health of the world, and the health of our salvation in Christ? When we are attentive, we can see the destruction and brokenness in and around our lives. And in our brokenness, we can turn to Jesus and be freed from our brokenness and be whole in Christ. Jesus showed us how to be whole in the completion of his baptism. His life, death, and resurrection is life-giving to all who trust and believe in him. Christians tend to equate completion and perfection. When the kingdom is complete, perfection is achieved. On the contrary, in the Hindu tradition, there is a saying about brokenness that is this, only with brokenness is completion found. Only through suffering do truth and beauty emerge. Completion may hold all the imperfections and experience of suffering and brokenness that are a part of our lived realities in all their beauty. Therefore, we should turn to Jesus in our brokenness, bask in the hope of the beauty to come through salvation in Christ. Brothers and sisters, how are you divided? Where are you spending more or less time? Jesus is challenging us to examine the inconsistencies between attention and neglect in our own lives. But the underlying challenge is to consider whether these inconsistencies reveal a pattern of prioritizing the insignificant while jeopardizing the things of greatest value and importance. Is tracking the stock market or the record of your favorite sports team taking priority in your spiritual life? Jesus wants you to make a decision to turn to him. Accept the reality that there will be division, whether it is between family or friends or political or social issues. I need you to remember this. Remember there is beauty in our brokenness when Jesus is your dividing factor. Amen. Jesus, Jesus' church is open to all. If you are searching for a church home, Pastor Calvin and I are available to talk to you. It could be here at Grace Covenant, it could be somewhere else, but we want to help you find a church community in which you may participate. All glory and honor to God. Please join me and stand as we sing hymn number 366 in the blue hymnal, Jesus, Thy Boundless Love to Me.
0: You are listening to the live broadcast of a worship service at Grace Covenant Presbyterian Church. You have just heard this morning's sermon entitled Jesus, the Dividing Factor, which was delivered by the Reverend Joanna W. Sidner. Congregation will now join in singing Jesus, Thy Boundless Love to Me, which is number 366 in the Presbyterian hymnal.
1: Having heard God's word proclaimed and responded in song, let us now respond by affirming what we believe together, using the Apostles' Creed as printed in our bulletin. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary,
3: go to the Lord in prayer. Loving and faithful God, we bless you for calling us to be a holy people, living for you in service to each other for the sake of your world. We pray that our congregation will experience a rich and free sharing of the gifts you have generously given us, knowing that we are called to be saints We humbly ask that you will work powerfully through us to accomplish your purposes in this world. We pray for the courage, the patience, and the generosity of spirit that comes from imitating the love you have shown us in Christ. We long for your spirit's power to make us more Christ-like in our thoughts, words, and deeds. Help us to think of others and their needs, even now as we pray for those experiencing loss of loved ones from natural disasters, for the lives lost in the Russian war against Ukraine. Lord, we ask your comfort upon them and bring an end to that war. Heal the mournful hearts of the victims and survivors of random and intentional acts of violence locally and around our nation. O oh Lord, send your Holy Spirit and bring miraculous healing to individuals struggling with new diagnoses and illnesses. Bless their physicians, bless the treatment plans, and bless the caregivers, O oh Lord. Bless those waiting on test results, ease their anxiety, and have mercy on them, O Lord. Enable them to feel your presence. Lord, heal your land from injustice and and inhumanity, and stop the suffering of your good creation here and throughout the earth. Lord, we ask that you Continue to bless our local and state and federal governments that they may be guided by your spirit and their service may be great in your sight. Lord, we ask blessings upon your church. Open eyes to see your hand at work in the community and in the world. Bless those who are homeless with shelter and food fulfill their every need. And bless this church, Grace Covenant, to be faithful to you, O God, in the teaching and learning of your word, your will, and your way. Lord, we pray this as Jesus taught his disciples to pray, saying, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done Now let us give thanks to the Lord with all our being. In the company of the upright, let us honor God for the blessings and goodness we have received. The ushers will come forward and pass the plates at which time you may pass uh, your attendance cards, uh, prayer requests, and offerings in them. Your gifts will go towards the ministries of this church and missions that we serve around the world. For those worshiping at home, we encourage you to continue your financial ministry by sending your offering either through the mail, through your bank, or online at www.grace-covenant.org backslash give-online. To God be the glory for the many blessings of our lives. and loving God, we thank you for the many blessings in our lives and present these gifts to you in gratitude. Bless and multiply them so they may be used to build your kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Please remain standing as we sing hymn number 371 in the blue hymnal, Lift High the Cross. Join us in the social room immediately following worship and come back on Wednesday for the final performance of the August musicales. Brothers and sisters, let the dividing factor in your life be Jesus and look forward with hope for your salvation. Now receive the blessing. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: For the past hour, you have been listening to the worship service at Grace Covenant Presbyterian Church in Richmond, Virginia. Please join us again next Sunday through our radio ministry or in our sanctuary at 1627 Monument Avenue. Just a reminder that the next Red Cross Blood Drive will be held here at the church on Saturday, October 1st, between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. in the Fellowship Hall. Your announcer today has been John Harris, and the engineers were Steve Kemp and Nate McKinnon. This service streams live and can be accessed through the Grace Covenant website, which is grace-covenant.org. We now return you to the Truth Network on WLES, 590 on your AM dial and 97.7 on your FM dial.